This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Tuesday lunchtime. I'm Jamie O'Hara with Red FM's daily news podcast. Heavy rain and high winds are expected to bring flooding to areas in the city and county. An orange rain warning is in place for Cork until 9pm. This is how we reported that story in our morning bulletins. Rivers remain the real concern in the city amid the threat of further flooding this afternoon. Elsewhere in the county, spot flooding is widespread on most routes and motorists are being advised to use extreme caution. Elsewhere, ESB networks say they're releasing 148 cubic metres of water per second through Inniscarra Dam. They're warning that this could lead to flooding of land and potentially roads downstream of the dam. Our senior reporter Fiona O'Donovan has more for Red FM News. Following a night of heavy rainfall and high winds, people across Cork woke up to scenes of flooded roads and fields. However, most properties have escaped damage so far. Both local authorities have been distributing sandbags since early morning and although it's hoped severe flooding will be avoided, only time will tell. In the city, Cork City Fire Service have dealt with a fallen tree on the Tivoli Dual Carriageway. There's a tree down on Church Hill in Glanmire and the leaf fields are completely flooded. In the county, there's flooding on the McCroom Road in Mill Street and also spot flooding between Hazelwood and Donnerail. Park Road Mallow is closed due to flooding and there's flooding on Navigation Road towards Lombardstown by Roskeen Motors. Routes into and out of Kinsale have also been hit by spot flooding and fallen trees. Motorists are advised to take extreme care in the county as many routes have been affected by spot flooding while some are impassable. Fiona O'Donovan, Red FM News. Former Arcadia Group employee are demonstrating outside their former workplace today. The employees say they want a change to the liquidation process to prioritise employees. Here's how that story was covered earlier today. Former Arcadia workers in the city are demonstrating outside their former workplace on Patrick Street. The collapse of Arcadia in November led to the loss of almost 500 jobs in the Republic, as well as brands such as Topshop, Evans and Dorothy Perkins. They're the latest retail staff to picket their former workplace after Debenham staff in the city began blockading stores at Mahon Point Shopping Centre and Patrick Street almost a year ago. Katrina worked at Dorothy Perkins on Patrick Street for 15 years and is one of the group demonstrating outside the store today. Speaking to Red FM News, Katrina says they have had no contact from Arcadia. No, nothing has changed. We're still in the exact same position we were last week. I, I presume that the company has got wind of what we're doing, but nothing has changed. We've had absolutely no contact from anyone. In terms of you know whether or not we're going to continue protesting, we haven't gotten that far yet. Um, I think maybe when stores do start reopening in the city, we probably will be out again. Um, but at the moment, we have no immediate plans. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra. I'm Rory on Sport and Six Nations organisers say they'll make a decision on France's clash with Scotland tomorrow. 11 of the French squad, including Captain Charles Olivon, have tested positive for coronavirus, along with four coaching staff with a further round of testing set for today. The match is due to take place in Paris on Sunday. French rugby vice president Serge Simon says they won't be asking for a postponement and says they're adamant the game will go ahead. The RFU, meanwhile, say that four rounds of coronavirus testing has resulted in zero positive results from the Ireland players and management. They'll train again at the RFU's High Performance Centre today, ahead of Saturday's clash with Italy. Attack coach Mike Catt says they're working hard to fix their issues in attack ahead of the game. I think where we currently are, we firmly believe the way we're going is, is the right way. You know, it's it's you know we, we probably... Sc- could have scored two or three extra tries against Wales with 14 men with the, the opportunities that we created um, against France as well. 
Um, so it's making sure at this level that the players understand you have to nail what you what you create. And um, you know we've obviously been pretty disappointed in terms of of um, the finishing, but ultimately. Um, the players have got to get that right for this weekend. In the Champions League tonight, Thomas Tuchel takes charge of Chelsea for the first time in Europe as they face Atletico Madrid. That game being played in Bucharest at 8 o'clock. At the same time, Lazio host reigning champions Bayern Munich. And in the Premier League, Leeds United host Southampton. Kickoff at Elland Road is at 6. The five biggest stories in Cork today. This is Red FM's News Extra. Yesterday was closure with regards to uh, Keith Flynn and Lindsay Clark, who were jailed yesterday for four years and two years, respectively. He got four years, she got two years uh, for fraud. Now, the copy that I'm going to be using this morning is extensive, two pages of court reports um, in the examiner this morning, primarily from the journalist Noel Baker. So that's what I'll be referencing this morning throughout the conversation. But Paul Byrne, Southern correspondent with Virgin Media News, was in court, court yesterday as Judge Sean O'Donovan handed down sentence. And he just talks us through the history and the story behind this. They call him the Cork version of Bonnie and Clyde. They we're talking over 400 grand in total over a period of time. What was going on? Basically, you had Keith Flynn and his uh, wife, Lindsay Clark. Um, when both of them were struck off as solicitors, I suppose they turned their attention to other ways of making money. But uh, they did so in a, a criminal form. And what they were doing is they were obtaining fake bank slips, fake driving licenses, as well as um, false identifications. And they even went onto the streets of Cork and met members of the homeless community and paid them for their PPS numbers. And when they had all of this information, they then went away and set up false bank accounts or bogus bank accounts using bogus identifications. So they could be using the name Neil Prendeville, Paul Byrne, Emer O'Hay, Brenda Dennehy, all these types of names when setting up the accounts. So you know yourself, the banks will ask for identification and they went in and they used other aliases, but they did so as well, donning wigs, which they wore when going into banks or withdrawing money from ATM machines. This was, according, and, you know, it didn't take a blind man to see, but Judge Sean Adonavon said, an elaborate scheme to deceive. And, like, it was very, very sophisticated in one sense. You know, you, you are asked for identification when you're setting up the accounts and you're also asked for bills from the likes of Virgin Media Television, Air, you know, all, all these utility bills from the ESP or the gas companies. And somehow they were able to obtain these. I mean, Lindsay Clark actually went online and found photographs of people who resembled her and were, were able to make up this documentation. It was a, a very, very crabbed, uh, elaborate scheme. And so much so that they withdrew or bar, bar, got personal loans using aliases of just under €400,000 over a period of time. Get Red FM's News Extra at redextra.ie and check out our other podcasts.